Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Remember, follow me on Instagram at, or follow the show at uh, Joe Rogan Experience Review. And uh, message me there if you have comments, suggestions, whatever, something you like, dislike, all the rest of it. Uh, that That's picking up some steam. And uh, probably the best way to get a hold of me, really. Uh, today, I am reviewing Podcast 311, David Pakman. He's uh, kind of like a political guy, YouTube channel dude. Um, he has an interesting way of thinking. Joe really likes him. And a lot of what he said I agree with. Some things uh, not too sure about. And uh, Joe was kind of the same way. But anyway, let's start this review. I haven't checked out a great deal of David's YouTube stuff. I did look a little bit after he spoke about it. He had some strong thoughts about YouTube and what they're doing, and so did Joe. Both those guys make a lot of their money from YouTube. I think David said he makes like 30% of his overall income from there. And they've been changing these algorithms on YouTube. And if you've been listening to Joe's show, you know that to where it demonetizes you. I don't know a great deal about that. I don't make any money on YouTube and have really very little idea of how it works. But it comes down to if you interview or possibly even talk about someone who's been flagged, you can lose your revenue, which is kind of crazy, I think. Especially because if it's out of context or if it isn't somebody that's actually listened to it, it's just some sort of automatic program that runs it i and i guess in a way youtube kind of has to do it like that because there's so many videos getting uploaded every day how could they have people just going through everything and if anything gets flagged maybe it automatically gets taken down but it's kind of a tough spot so it makes me think how many people are changing their show or changing the way that they talk and losing kind of that bit of freedom and flow of like how their show works to adjust around it so they don't get paid, you know, so they do get paid. I could imagine doing the same thing. If I was making money through YouTube and was worried about talking about a particular subject, even if it was important because I would lose revenue, I might change it. I, I would imagine a lot of people would and a lot of people do. Uh, Joe talks about how he is recently being called right wing. And he talks to David about it because David's very left-wing. And he said, and Joe says, look, I've never voted that way, right? And, and most of his philosophy, I guess you could say, is, is very left-wing. 
he does agree in the Second Amendment, which is a more kind of right-wing approach. But it, do you have to agree with everything on a party side? No, I think you can independently agree with different things. But to be called that, it it is interesting. I guess I listened to too much Rogan to see him as a right-wing person. Um, but maybe if if you don't listen to him very much and you just hear about his hunting and things, you might be able to jump on that and and accuse him in that way. I don't think it's accurate, though. Um, big tech companies, on the other hand, Joe is saying is very liberal. And a lot of people have been saying that. And David actually argued against it. And he had an interesting point that really they act more like Republicans in the overall sense. They, they want to not pay taxes. They don't want any regulation. It's It's more kind of like a Republican stance. What's your thoughts on that? That, to me, just sounds like a money-making control thing rather than a political thing. It, it, it seems like with the people that they're banning and the people they get frustrated with, it's it would indicate they're a little mo- bit more liberal. But I don't really know. A lot of this, I, yeah, I just listen to other people talk about it. Like, I don't have any first-hand experience, so it's it's really hard to say. But, you know, why and, and who... Who and why are people getting banned, right? This is coming up over and over. And I think for for anybody that shares anything on YouTube, it, it needs to be more clear. It's a point that Joe makes more and more. And even as users, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast, everyone listening to Joe either watches Rogan's podcast on YouTube or watches other YouTube stuff. It's like everyone uses it. So I think everyone needs to know that, right? It's... It seems very important. There needs to be a better strategy, you know. Uh, David brought up something really kind of interesting on this podcast, and he talks about how arguing and arguments don't really work. Like, he gets into political arguments and things. But he decided recently that he needed a better strategy, and I really liked the way that he put that argument down. And if you remember on, on his conversation with Joe, he just says that he likes to kind of propose the question, you know, what would you need to hear to change your mind on a certain subject? Almost giving the individual the option to kind of reassess their own thought on it. You know, what evidence would you want to see? And and another point he made is, how do you think I arrived at my understanding? So if you personally have an understanding that somebody doesn't agree with, and they don't like your argument at all, or your opinion... You could ask them, well, why do you think that I think this way? Especially if it's someone that respects you, because they might take the time to to have that listen. And and then later on, David shows kind of supported by a lot of Patreon stuff, and he says even some Republicans support his show, even though he's very left wing. And he's he, he says that they kind of message him and say, look, I don't agree with you, but I like the way that you think or how you put that point down. I find that very interesting. That's a cool position, and. Really, if you're a political person, it, it wouldn't hurt to get to follow, you know, almost as many of the other side's party's arguments as your own. So you get that more balanced perspective. And, you know, you have the choice. You listen to people that you like. You don't have to listen to people that you can't stand. But there's sensible people on both sides. And, and I like that strategy. I don't know who has time for all that. But I guess if you're very political, you make that point. You know, you just you will put that effort in. Uh, obviously, Joe and David are tech guys in a sense. 
I mean, I don't know how techie Joe is, but he uses, he, he has a massive podcast and, um, is an announcer and uses a lot of technology and, and keeps a very close eye on how all this stuff works. And they bring up some points about how technology is going to shape us, right? We know it's going to shape us. Or it has. It's changed already. I mean, these smartphones, these bloody smartphones. Try putting it down. Try leaving it at home when you go to work. It's tough. It's tough to do. You're always checking things. You always want to know what's going on. And it's reasonable. But, you know, what's next? VR stuff's got to be next. I haven't played with a lot of VR stuff. I'd love to. That Optimus Rift shit sounds really fucking interesting. I want to. I want to go with some of that. And then Joe is always bringing up mind reading stuff. He thinks that's the big thing next, mind reading. I don't know if we're ready for that. I don't. I, I guess it depends on what information it's it's telling you or sharing. I mean, if you're in a relationship and all of a sudden you put on a mind reading hat, it's either going to end your relationship immediately or it's going to tighten you guys up real sharp. I mean, it's either going to get rid of the trust issues or it's going to completely exacerbate them beyond control and then everything's done uh maybe when we have things like that people will be far more careful about how they think it, it would only make sense because then you're very exposed but shit how exposed do you want to be i mean I, I feel like there's a reason that our brain is in our own head people can't read our minds they can see our mannerisms and gestures and everything else and what we say but i mean to really get in there seems uh, a little spooky a little spooky wrapping up their conversation david dave well david like i know this guy he said something really interesting he said that a a, uh, a company i guess reached out to him to mention their product on rogan's show and he obviously didn't do it but he asked joe if he had heard of other people doing the same thing. That's quite fascinating to me because it's that Joe's show is so big now that any voice that you can get out on there, anything you can say, you know, you know, you're like, oh, I use this kind of stapler or anything at all, gives such exposure to that product or that company that it's almost worth it to pay. And I, I wonder if that's something that Joe will keep an eye on in the future, if he's having someone on that's maybe controversial and maybe has kind of a lower, you know, uh, ethical standard to where they might just cash in and just list a bunch of companies and get paid for it. Again, Joe had not heard of anything like that, but he did say that a lot of companies had reached out to him that he didn't really agree with that offered to, you know, asked him to mention things on the show and he didn't, he didn't want to do that. But that was new to me. Uh, I'd not heard anyone say that before, and I had never even thought of somebody doing that. Kind of, kind of fun, kind of interesting. But again, Joe's show is constantly changing. It's getting so big, so fast that it's going to turn into its own thing. And and who knows? Maybe in time, Joe might have to be careful about who he has on just for that reason. But again, guys, thanks again for listening, for downloading. Uh, follow me on Instagram once again at Joe Rogan Experience Review. Uh, you'll see my little emblem. It's the same as uh, the, the one that you download for the podcast. Ah, mm, the first. 
first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.